Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the College to Pro.com NFL Draft Lab. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Boo Marshall. And as always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. And as always, you can always catch these podcasts free and available at your leisure at iTunes and Block Talk Radio. And if you're not familiar with our guest today, he's been on our show several times. We think he's a valuable asset to everybody in the sports world. It's none other than Robert Price, the founder of Elite Minds. He's going to talk about the mental playbook that he's developed and he's been helping professional athletes for almost two decades and his resume is as good as it gets and he's going to kind of share some insight especially with the, everything going on there's a lot of anxiety with athletes returning to sports um and just the mental makeup of you know if you're an athlete and this doesn't mean professional i mean you could talk high school uh college uh you know professional um robert has an avenue to kind of help you maximize your skills because in today's world we've kind of seen it come is you know when you become an instagram you know, a famous person, there's so many intangibles that you can make yourself a valuable commodity. And being a valuable commodity, you have to have that mental makeup. And Robert can help develop that and maximize that. But with that said, a longtime friend of our program, a guy that I just like to say a friend anyways, is Robert Pricey, founder of Elite Minds. Robert, good morning. How's this morning treating you? Good, Bo. Thank you so much for having me on uh, today. I'm really excited to, to be on with you today and just kind of share some of the things as you mentioned in the intro. And so I, I appreciate that. I'm going to go look for that guy who is well-decorated though, man, two decades. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, man. It's, it, you know, time flies. I mean, it's been a long time since we first met on the all-star circuit doing the games and, and combine and, and whatnot. But for you, I mean, uh, you know, let's, let's get into the pandemic and COVID-19 and, you know, we were texting back and forth prior to the show um, last week and you were talking about, you know, the anxiety of some of these guys and the return to sports. Because, you know, even I just – amongst family and friends, and I assume it's probably, you know, the same with you, is, you know, some people are taking this very, very, very seriously, and some people are very nonchalant. And for those athletes who, you know, maybe have to return or, or you know, go through the motions, they may feel uncomfortable. Well, let's kind of just talk about, you know, COVID-19 and these athletes being the best they can be and how you can help them if they don't feel that way. Yeah, Bo, this is, um, you know, one of the things as, you know, everyone's jobs change literally with the pandemic and and COVID-19. I live mostly here in uh, Savannah, Georgia, so things are a little bit different down here than they are, but but I obviously talk with people all over the world. And so just kind of talking with different athletes at different spaces along the way, um, I've just noticed the major themes, and um, there was an article done on ESPN with Paul George talking about um, how he has been experiencing some mental health struggles while inside of the bubble itself. I mean, there's isolation, um, and there's depression in that because your your family is still living their life, and you're not able necessarily to engage with them. And so I think sometimes when we isolate ourselves in that way, amazing things begin to kind of show up for you. And maybe there's some things of the past that kind of come up 
or sometimes there's some things that are new to you because you're, you know, being separated for so long or not being able to really truly be in touch with those whom you love. And so, you know, it's no different uh, in sport specifically as we start getting ready to uh, jump back in here with football and uh, high schools down here. And, and depending on where you are in the country, uh, athletes are participating at different levels. And so, you know, I've been able to kind of work with different schools and different players as they kind of get themselves back into the routine. So it's been quite interesting to say the least. Definitely. And, and, and when you talk, I mean, and you know what, I mean, anyone out there listening who's not familiar with you and I name drop some, I know you've worked with professional teams as well. I know you are, I, I believe you work with the giants exclusively on the, the football giants. I'm um, talk a little bit about, you know, people might be out there listening going, well, who's he worked for? You know, he said he's worked with this, but just kind of name drop and let these people know how deep your roots go in, in terms of helping professional athletes and teams, you know, maximize the ability to have these guys mentally capable, you know, to be the professionals. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, so there's a, some good stuff. I'll, I'll use some level of confidentiality for some of those guys that are out there. But as you <laughs> mentioned, I've definitely worked with the New York football giants. Um, I've worked with players on the uh, web.com now corn Ferry uh, PGA senior, senior tour, the champions tour. Now, um, I've also worked with our, which is the coolest population, to be honest with you, is our special forces within the United States Army. So that's been a, a unique piece that's actually what brought me from the Maryland area back down here to Georgia, uh, being able to work with those guys as well. So uh, quite a few, and then just, you know, companies as well. We're working with executives at Newburgh Berman and uh, different spaces here at Atlantic Waste and, and different places all over the, the country and in different segments too. So. I've been very, very fortunate to to kind of have a long-standing history in this business of over now 20 years, and uh, seeing how how these um, athletes have shaped themselves. And I've kind of worked with people who now have kids, and I'm working with their kids. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, wild and crazy too. Oh, excellent stuff. Once again, Robert Price of Elite Minds, kind enough to join us here today on the C2P. Once again, iTunes. Blog Talk Radio, all opportunities to download and listen to our featured guests at your leisure. And you can check his website out at EliteMindsLLC.com, the mindset of a champion. He's going to talk about the mental playbook. So this is something you haven't, you, you know, you didn't create this overnight. It was your experience and your work in this business of, of helping maximizing these minds to be the best they can be. But, you know, kind of go inside, you know, what it's like for the mental playbook and, and talk about anyone interested, you know, what are they going to get out of it and, and just talk about how that procedure happens. Sure. Um, as I mentioned, you know, in, especially with the uh, pandemic, but even before that, um, I was working with athletes, literally professional soccer players mostly, and also professional golfers who were not necessarily uh, local to me. So I was working with these guys, and they're all over the world. And essentially what some of them started talking about was, man, Robert, you need to – a, either write a book or some kind of uh, method because these skills that you're using are very effective, A, but B, how you lay them out for us has been, been pretty neat. Uh, and so over time, you know, I work with someone individually or a team, and then I would provide information back to them, whether it's either a PowerPoint or some kind of information, whether it's handouts. And so I just started beginning to collaborate around those things that I've already been doing, and I created the mental playbook. And, um, one of the pieces for that specifically at this moment is I use that specifically for my golfers, but I'm now morphing that into all athletes. I mean, every athlete has the same struggles, whether it's through, as we talked a little bit about anxiety, but more importantly about 
how do we motivate ourselves or how do we actually achieve the goals that we're looking to achieve. Oftentimes what I share with athletes, Bo, is, you know, there's every athlete says that there is some part of their game that is mental. And whenever I ask them that question, they always give me some percentage. And I'm sure our listeners are out there thinking, well, yeah, there's absolutely a percentage. And I always say whatever percentage that is and you're not working on it, then you're leaving that percentage up to chance. And specifically with golf or these types of more individual games like tennis or golf, these guys are saying that it's about 90% of their game is mental. And so if they're leaving 90% of their game up to chance, that's no good, and we wanted to be able to fill that gap. And so through the mental playbook, I've been able to do that. And so really I, I just kind of unlock certain modules and course teachings, allowing, allowing them to really truly understand exactly what it's like to actually have the mindset of a champion, and we kind of walk through all of those steps. Pretty fascinating. No, I'm sure, and I'd like to, you know, maybe private to this talk a little bit more about the in-depth of how, how deep that goes. Now, you know, I, this morning the big news out of the National Football League is the Jackson River Jaguars releasing fourth overall pick um, Leonard Fournette. And, you know, and, you know listening to, uh, you know, the, the voices, people who cover the Jaguars, you know, they said there's a disconnect. Um, you know, he was uh, lackadaisical in meetings, not tentative enough, um, weight um, and we don't know, I don't know Leonard Fournette, and this is just, again, it's just kind of a hot topic this morning because of his, you know, his ability and, and you know, fourth pick overall when he came out um, of LSU. But, I mean, is that somebody in those type of dynamics? I mean, can you benefit those guys? I mean, is that, I mean, and I know you're not, you've never, maybe you have, but in just terms of looking on the outside, looking in, I mean, is that, if, if agents or players have that same, those problems, I mean, can you be a benefit that way too, Robert? Absolutely. I mean, one of the things specifically coming out of, uh, out of that camp is I think we're looking at players and trying to get them to, A, I call it understand the system that they're in and who they are as an athlete. And one of the pieces, especially when I'm working with agents and their, and their players, is to, to make sure that we fill that gap, you know, really to allow them to understand exactly who they are, who they want to be, what their story is, and how it fits on the team. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we also recognize it's a business. And so I know Leonard Fournette in the sense of trying to find his space and place, and um, I'm sure some team is waiting, uh, can't wait to actually have that talent on their team. And so I think there's some pieces that just kind of speak to, um, I call it fit. And uh, especially with the work of the Giants, we were able to understand that there's a certain personality, a certain player type, player profile that is required to be successful in the mix with the coaches that are actually on staff as well. And so sometimes when there's uh, a lot of change, uh, a lot of um, transition, players don't always do very well with that. And so, you know, if you really look at Leonard Fournette's career, potentially you might be able to see that maybe he's been at a place and a position coach and uh, different spaces when he was at LSU where there was a lot more consistency going on or maybe even in high school. And so sometimes when there's this change and transition, uh, and you're trying to understand, well, who are you and where do you fit on this team? And so you start looking around and trying to figure those details out, and sometimes it doesn't just quite work out. But uh, we always hear that fit, fit, fit is so important, especially in the league uh, when we're looking at coaching and how people with immense talents get to places where their talent is unfortunately unable to be utilized to their potential. So we definitely work with athletes around those pieces and agents as well, obviously, to get them to help their athletes uh, realize their potential and really turn that potential that they have into reality. Excellent stuff. Once again, Elite Minds founder Robert Price here on the C2P talking about what it takes to be 
the maximum when it comes to mental capacity and maximizing what you have to get out of yourself as a professional athlete, collegiate athlete, high school athlete. Um, they, you know, we're talking about the longevity of your career in this business. Um, has the athlete changed, Robert? I mean, I mean, I mean, times have changed, so I want to see why, you know, certain things don't change. But, you know, from the time that you started to the guys that you deal with now, I mean, are they pretty much the same or, or does the mental aspect of what these young men bring to the table, you know, has it changed? I would say that the the what it takes to be great has not changed at all. Um, so I, I mean, literally, you know, I, I've you know, especially with social justice and things going on these days, I really have been just kind of taking a look back uh, historically at some of these athletes, the uh, Jesse Owens, uh, John Carlos, uh, Harry Edwards, uh, Jackie Robinson. I mean, these are elite athletes you know, in times of craziness. And so, but they were able to still not only perform, but they were able to perform consistently great in their sport despite and or in spite of all of the extracurriculars that were um, around their career. And so I would say that in order to be great at any sport from history, literally, I think those things have not changed. Obviously, I think some of our uh, the, the the access that we have to each other has definitely changed, you, you know, the idea of social media. Yeah. And some of those pressures have changed, but I think they, they can still be managed and they can still be utilized for our advantage and for the the current athlete's advantage. And so I think there's some of those pieces that, yeah, they're different, but I think what makes um, an athlete really become a champion, I don't think that changes. I think that's uh, consistent over time. And, and literally, that's the, those are the types of things that we work through, um, as you mentioned, even in the playbook. I mean, I'm really looking at, you know, how do we improve our attitude, our motivation, our goals? How do we, how do we actually, you know, prepare ourselves for events, you know, with effective self-talk? Or, uh, you know, how do we actually use visualization and imagery? I mean, those things don't change. I mean, you talk to any great athlete over any span of time. Those are things that they do and have not only done, but they've done consistently great. And so those are the things that we're tapping into and now sharing those skills with others who may or may not be able to have access to them. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm curious, I mean, at the top of the show, you were talking about, uh, you know, working with school. Well, I, I believe you said schools, you're down there in Savannah, but I mean, high school kids, is that, I mean, is that a, you know, a demographic? Is that, you know, I mean, do, do parents come to you? I mean, is that something that you, you work with those type of kids that young or is it usually just professionals? Well, absolutely. Um, I've been very fortunate uh, getting started with a with a um, with a school here called Calvary Day School, and and they're you know they have taken me on as a mental performance coach as a consultant for their school, uh, and so one of the pieces that we have looked at. I mean, I've worked with athletes, Bo, as young as six years old, um, because there are certain wow. sports where there is a, a mental uh, piece where we're trying to get over a plateau or there's certain pieces where we're able to kind of utilize uh, at, at a young age like that. Um, and so, you know, that was a figure skater, actually an ice skater, um, because at that age, they're really beginning to separate themselves uh, and prepare themselves for an Olympic run. Uh, so, so it's kind of wild and crazy when you look at the span, but definitely high school athletes are absolutely benefit the most, I would say, sometimes from these skills because not only are they obviously helping them out there on the field, but they're absolutely helping them out there in the classroom as well. And so parents truly love that aspect of what it is that I do and understanding that 
yeah, we might be really working at, you know, these mental skills through their sport, but we, they, we know that these skills are transferable, uh, whether they're life skills in general, but also skills to help them in the classroom as well. I mean, you know, how do you build confidence? Well, you have to have some prior experience, whether it's good or bad. And so that's going to help you taking tests and they're going to help you learn some subjects that might be more challenging for you as well. So I've been able to do those types of things, but my high school, um, you know, athlete is absolutely an athlete that I focus a lot on. Um, those juniors, high-level juniors, are really truly benefiting from these services. Yeah, well, you know, I just, you know, in today's world where, you know, I mean, I know growing up, you know, basically sports was just a summertime event. You know, you played some summer league baseball or soccer or whatnot, and you know, maybe a month traveling league, and you were just back to the normal. Now it's, you know, there's tournaments every week. I mean, it's almost, a, you know, you're a high school kid or young athlete and you're you know you're on a professional level in terms of scheduling and practices and tournaments every day and traveling and I think parents invest in that and they want to you know get these kids scholarships and maximize their ability because you know you just never know and if you don't have to pay for a college tuition if somebody uh, can you know <laughs> you know get that uh, school to, to do it um you know and I think that's where a man like yourself um could benefit um with everything going on in our world, and I know we were shooting some texts back last week, I just think it'd be an injustice not to bring it up. And you mentioned Jesse Owens, Harry Edwards, um, you know, you know, and these guys, Jackie Robinson, and and you know the things that they faced. And you know, it, we kind of have this, you know, let's see, you know, we've duplicated these events, and we're in this moment again. Um, does any of what the injustice is going on? I mean, does anything impact these guys where you can help them through that too? Yeah, I mean, there's, um, you know, just having that counseling background. Oh, the the beautiful thing is, and this is for all of us, really. But, you know, I always start off with, well, who are you, right? And 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 how how do you have your your current self image? And so, oftentimes, um, what we are seeing is specifically here, and I think um, for the NBA players specifically, by them being um, in a bubble, being able to talk with each other and, and, and share similar struggles that they have experienced as well, that that has helped galvanize the call and the cause for some, for some change. And I think obviously too, when we are uh, isolated with the pandemic, people have, you know, been made to, to be at home and, and separate themselves and, and those things, you start to fester on the things that you think. And I believe that sometimes, um, you know, whether wherever we are in history, uh, there's always a moment and there's always a time. And I think that for, for our athletes, they have to be able to, again, how do I play? How do I perform out on the court? How do I do my job? Uh, but also how do I manage the distractions, if you will, or even just the things that are uh, very important to me? Um, and so social justice is something that's super important for a lot of these athletes, and they're also managing how they're going to, to uh, strategize around that. And I think – uh, being able to, to learn how to focus and be able to uh, bring our focus to the task at hand uh, when it's necessary. Those are skills that I teach. And so being able to do that while you're out on the field, while you're out on the court, while you're doing what you do, but also outside of that, being able to um, share and, and, and kind of, you know, put forth some causes that, that people are really interested in and really looking for opportunities to change our society that we currently live in uh, is, is absolutely one of the things that I, I get to work with these athletes around. I get to talk with them about their own experiences. Uh, that brings up a ton of anxiety in and of itself because um, oftentimes athletes are not, um, I would say, in, there's a few, select few, 
but now I believe there's a lot more um, you, you, that, that people are looking to to offer an opinion or share a thought or a conversation with, and I think there is a little bit of apprehension or fear in what you may or may not say or how you may address something. And so I think there's some of those extra pieces that kind of come along now with um, anyone that is, is looking to engage in, in social justice. Actually, you know, I, I, you know, I, since we're on this path, I, I have to ask, and, you know, it's, it's so in our face right now with everything going on. And, and I, I agree with you hundred percent. I, I think the NBA bubble has, as you said, galvanize these guys. I think if, you know, if the Milwaukee Bucks were on the road traveling to Boston and the Lakers were playing Houston, they're on the road. But, you know, I don't think you get the camaraderie. And, you know, now that you're in this bubble, I think, you know, you're, you've two months, you haven't seen your kids, your wife, um, your family. You know, and I think maybe these guys look at it and go, hey, you know what, you know, this is a time to bond and stand up. We have this platform. And I, I think you nailed it on the head. I, I do think the bubble has been a benefit in terms of these guys um, being able to kind of, you know, become a, a union of, you know, a voice, you know, for a better good for, you know, our society. Now, this is the hot topic, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're discussing it. Going back, and it's, since it's something we're talking about, just say when it's not something we're talking about, is this a relevant issue when you talk with some of these players? Just say 10 years ago or five years ago yes. or, you know, yes. six months Absolutely. ago. Um, it's, it's very interesting, I mean, how I, I, I would say – um, it is always an issue, and it's always something that um, that is discussed. Um, it may not be discussed in a in a public forum, but definitely in my private conversations right. with players. Um, specifically, when we're we're looking at the draft, right? When we were doing pre-draft work, uh, we're looking at test scores, right? Of quarterbacks or cornerbacks or offensive linemen versus uh, defensive tackles and. And there are uh, racial undertones in all of those uh, things. And so really trying to understand that as a player, they need to be very well aware of that. And in helping uh, athletes, even with interview preparation, right? So we're talking about how you present yourself, the type of hair that you wear, how it looks, what are you, you know, those are all pieces and things that are super important to these athletes that we get an opportunity to discuss and talk about. Um, and some of them are very comfortable, and, and some of them are uncomfortable in that. But they also need to understand that those are things that are very present, very, very there. Um, and so those are things that we have to address. And so we talk about that, how the, the types of words that they use, right? And, and so how does that um, – how will that uh, be abrasive, if you will, maybe to somebody that you're speaking to across the table because they may or may not look like you? And so we have to be able to address those things and really talk through that stuff. I mean, that's super important how you present yourself uh, is a huge deal. And as you are aware, working in this field, uh, especially when we, when we are scrutinizing and we're looking at one or two aspects of a player, whether or not that's going to get them into the second round, third round, first round, and the amount of money that that um, can, can actually help, help or influence or, or hurt them. So uh, there's all of those pieces uh, that, that come into play. Excellent stuff. Once again, founder of Elite Minds, Robert Price, kind enough to join us here this morning. And as I said earlier in the program, these podcasts are free and available with iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. This particular episode, I think I should actually charge money. I think it's gone so well, and Robert's provided so much information, a wealth of good 
um, a wealth of experience of what he provides. And if again, if you've listened, I think you'll go back and listen to the parents out there, to professional athletes, agents. Um, if this is your wheelhouse, professional sports, or maximizing your sports ability, um, please look further into what Robert does and the value he brings to the um, the table. And Robert, let everybody know out there, social media, um, where you at, and what are the you know what are the uh, you know the, the call signs to you know follow you and, and hit you up. Sure. Uh, so, as you mentioned, website www.elitemindsllc.com uh, is the best, fastest, easiest way to get to everything. But I am on Instagram at Elite Minds LLC. I'm on Twitter at Elite Minds. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well at Elite Minds LLC. So, uh, you can find me uh, out there. I'm I'm excited to have you follow and uh, kind of come along uh, with me as I, I go through this mental skills journey and this mindset of a champion journey. And I'm really excited about uh, just sharing these experiences. I mean, now, as you mentioned, 20 years of experience working with elite athletes uh, from six years old to professional sports to our uh, special forces in the military. So I've had the opportunity and super blessed to be able to work with athletes in every field of human endeavor. So I'm really excited about sharing those things with those listeners that are out there and those that uh, come across our podcast uh, at a later date. Excellent. Hey, Robert. Hey, man, stay blessed. We always like to stay humble, stay hungry, stay blessed, and I can't wait to get you back on. And I think next time we were talking, um, we're going to have a a visual as well. But, hey, man, uh, much love to you. Again, always appreciate your time. Fantastic show, and uh, stay healthy and safe out there. I appreciate it, Bo, and thanks again for having me. And uh, if you don't know where to get your draft information, you got to get it from collegetopro.com. There you go. Gotta love Robert Price of Elite Minds. And again, I've known him for a long time. One of the finer guys you're going to come across. And again, um, just knowing his background. And I mean, if you, if you folks listen, then you just tell he's just uh, you know a lot of wisdom from this young man as he kind of brings this uh, you know Elite Minds to the wheelhouse of of sports. As always, Block Talk Radio, iTunes available. Elite Minds LLC. If you want more of Mr. Robert Price, as always, we appreciate you joining us here on the C Two P. This has been a C2P exclusive. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.